Ha, <laughs> we here. Big fish shit. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast. Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get uh-huh. it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all can live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up, then buy back the whole block. Ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop. I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop. If I said it, then I meant it. Real ones gonna respect it, and it's still OG. It's in me, I'm represented. Alright, big fish shit. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back. Welcome back. Not really sure if this is gonna be a big fish talk or elevated to a big fish podcast, but by the end of it, I guess we'll decide. First and foremost, wanna thank everybody who's been listening. Wanna shout out all the new people that have come on and uh started joining this uh big fish community, this OG community. You know, we uh, bring the OG and Big Fish together. So just want to shout y'all out. Thank you. Continue to share it with your friends, family. Continue to have these discussions. Continue to listen to me and yell at me through whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Really, we're on all the platforms, which reminds me, I probably never even told y'all. So you can access the Big Fish podcast across the board on any platform, whether it's YouTube or all the um, audio streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But the Big Fish Talk and a lot of our updates throughout the week, those are mostly just on our Instagram, YouTube, and yeah, those are the primary ones. And we just got on TikTok. So we're on TikTok. My personal is at OHGI underscore Big Fish. And of course on Instagram, big at Big Fish Podcast, as well as YouTube at Big Fish Podcast. So... Now that we got out that out the way, ah, this topic, man, this is a this is a heavy one for a lot of people, light one for others, but it's something that really impacts us, and it's mental health, and it's not just mental health. I believe that there's a difference between mental health and the mental health agenda, just like there's a difference between people caring about Black lives and saying Black lives matter compared to the Black Lives Matter movement. Same thing with, you know, lesbians, you know, the LGBTQ community. That's one thing. And then the agenda, the movement, um, that's different, in my opinion, just how I see it. Um, Could be wrong. Like I said, always open to being wrong. Just sharing my thoughts. So when it comes to mental health, I'm going to get a lot of pushback, at least in the first part of the episode. I know from you all. Why? Because I think it's all bullshit. I think the mental health agenda is complete bullshit. And I think just like a lot of other health and wellness, healthcare related things, it's all business. It's all about selling a product. So therefore, with any product, what do you need? You need good marketing. You need a problem that you have to solve, right? For any product that has to solve a problem. So... When it comes to mental health, whether they're trying to sell um, special education, 
um, you know, the schools, when they can have your kid as a special ed kid, they get more money. The school gets more money from the government. When it comes to prescribing medicine, you know, I've never had anybody, I think we talked about this in an episode a while back, everybody that I've seen get tested out of my friends for ADHD or ADD, everybody gets it. Everybody has it. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, you definitely have it. And based on the questions and the feedback that I get, like I said, I'm naive to a lot of it. But based on speaking to them, it's stuff that anybody could, you know, say yes to. Do you forget to do certain things? Like, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on the actual testing because I don't really know what the testing is. But based on what people who have gone through it have told me, everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, you, you have ADHD. Um. I don't know. Based on a lot of those questions, I feel like I would fall into that category. But I just would never. Uh, me personally, I don't believe in a lot of the, the medicine. I guess you may call me a conspiracy theorist. I don't know. But when it comes to a lot of things in healthcare, because this is the field that I'm in, I'm very skeptical. And I look at things from a perspective, not of a consumer, but somebody who's actually in the industry. And it's almost as if you know, when when I used to get excited about McDonald's, you know, driving past McDonald's or smelling the fries, I'm looking at it from a different perspective than the people who are actually back there cooking it. How do I know? Because I worked there. That was my first job. My perspective changed when I actually uh, started working there and uh, seeing exactly what type of food we were cooking. I still ate it at the time. I was a young teenager. I was like 14, 15. But... It's a different perspective when you're in it compared to just when you're an observer or a consumer from the outside. So let's talk about mental health. There's been a huge push when it comes to calling out people's mental health. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the obvious one is Kanye, but it, it goes so above, beyond, to the side, around of just Kanye. This has been something that has been pushed uh, on on us. And when I say pushed on us, is because I look at it as they want to make the problem as big as it can be. So therefore, they can come with this solution that they have, whether it's some type of pill or whether it's some type of program, whatever it is that they can sell you, they want that product to be sold. So they have to amplify the problem. So therefore, the product that you have that's supposed to be the solution is needed more. It's just, what is it? Um, it's simple economy, right? Supply and demand. So the more demand, the more they can sell. So it's very simple at a higher price. Very simple, but we don't tend to look at people in healthcare and medicine this way. And people who aren't in the industry, when I have conversations with them, they tend to just trust that, oh, nobody would, you know, lie or deceive me when it comes to medicine or something involving health care. A doctor wouldn't lie to me. A surgeon wouldn't lie to me. They'll lie to you just as fast as somebody in New York on Canal Street trying to sell you a fake Louis bag, <laughs> telling you that it's right off the truck. And you know damn well when you touch it, it's fake. It's the same thing. People will lie when they're trying to sell stuff. Why? Because people are selfish. People will always put their needs and their wants ahead of 
principles, morals, and integrity. That's just the place that we're in. That's my general rule. So are there people that don't do that? They're, yes, they're, I would call them exceptions. Now, maybe I'm being a little bit cynical how I'm looking at it, but I'd rather be overly cynical and overly cautious than get caught up in a lot of this stuff that I see can snowball and become a huge, huge problem. So when it comes to mental health, and this actually I brought up with my family and friends when the pandemic occurred. And I realized that they kept pushing, you know, even before the vaccine, it's just wait for the vaccine, just wait for the vaccine, you know, while they're building it up to make it seem like it's whatever it is, however you feel about it. I don't want to get into the politics in regards to that. But there was never anything that came out that said, make sure you're taking some herbs, make sure you're taking your vitamins, sea moss, uh, make sure you're getting your vitamin C. Since you're going to be in the house the majority of the time because you're on lockdown, take your vitamin D because most people are vitamin D insufficient anyway um, or deficient anyway. Nothing like that. They didn't say, hey, make sure you're working out. That helps with a lot of these different areas. And it's the same thing when I see with mental health. The only solutions that they're providing and promoting are the ones that they can sell for a profit. That's why I say it's complete bullshit. Because if somebody, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <sighs> Thought I had to burp. <laughs> why I say it's bullshit is because when you think about mental health, Let's actually, matter of fact, let's actually do something. Let's look up the definition of mental health. We'll look up the mental health definition. Boom, boom, boom. A person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. A person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional, emotional well-being. Now, getting back to why I say it's bullshit. One of the biggest things that can help with a lot of these different mental health issues from a psychological standpoint or emotional well-being standpoint are things that you never hear the experts, the quote unquote experts talking about. For one, exercise, fitness. Number two, eating right. Your diet directly impacts your mental well-being, your psychological well-being, as well as your emotional well-being. It's a direct, there's a direct correlation between what you put in your body and how you feel. But we don't ever look into that. There's not a lot of money in it. There's not a lot of money in the healthcare or pharmaceutical companies being able to just say, oh, just eat healthier. Just work out. They don't make any money off of that. Matter of fact, they lose money because pharmaceutical companies, they are solution based. So therefore, they need problems because without problems, they can't provide solutions with their products. Therefore, that's bad business. So when it comes to mental health, I'm going to look at what are the benefits of exercise pertaining to mental health? Listen to these things. Improved sleep. Increased interest in sex. Better endurance stress relief, improvement in mood, increased energy and stamina, reduced tiredness that can increase mental alertness, weight reduction, reduced cholesterol, and improved cardiovascular fitness. 
I don't need to read that list again, but maybe y'all should rewind. But that pretty much solves the majority of our problems. When you look across why people are dying, um, that's one aspect of it. And that's just the exercise. That has nothing to do with the actual nutrition, nutritional side where it's like, hey, are we eating healthy? Are we eating the things that are going to have our bodies operating in this optimal mode? Of course, we know we're not. But here you have something else, and it's the two go, they, they um, go hand in hand with each other because here you have, if you're going to eat like crap, then the very least you can do is exercise. And if you're not going to exercise, the very least you can do is eat healthy. But none of these things are promoted. It's always fast fixes that come in either a pill form or that you can put into a microwave across the board. And people are only going to promote things that they benefit from. So I want to talk about a mental health, why it's so dangerous to push these mental health tags on people, whether somebody's a narcissist, um, somebody's depressed, they deal with anxiety, all these different things. And I was listening to, I believe it was Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, and he was the first person that I heard that kind of put my thoughts into words where I couldn't really put it all together. But when I was listening to him talk about it, he brought up the fact that when you stretch yourself and maybe this is more so, I don't know. I, I think it's for men and women, but maybe if this one is more masculine, whatever you guys kind of be the judge. And like everything that I say, you know, take what benefits you to take from it and leave what doesn't. But I'm a man, so I speak from a man's perspective. When I need to stretch myself and rather than being complacent in where I am right now, whether that's in my in the workplace with my business or whether that's on the fitness side or whether that's on the nutritional side or whether that's on the mindset side, whatever it is. It, by stretching myself, I'm putting more stress. It's just like a rubber band. If I'm stretching that rubber band because I want to get more out of it, I'm putting stress on it, which makes it a little bit more fragile, right? So when you put this stress by stretching yourself to achieve new goals, to push yourself to new limits, to maximize your potential in different areas, it's going to cause stress. It's going to cause anxiety it's going to cause a lot of ups and downs you know you're going to have days where shoot i push myself and i'm proud that i got through it but the more you push yourself the more you're also going to have failures because you're pushing your limits more than the average person so these these failures or whatever you call them i mean call it what it is if you fail today amazing that means i push myself to my limit and i get to go at it again tomorrow or the next day so they're not necessarily even failures but I mean, whatever it is, people think too much when it comes to, you know, failing. If you if I made up in my mind that I wanted to squat, my goal is to squat 400 10 times today and I did it eight times, then I failed. No big deal. I'm going to go back at it, hold myself accountable, make sure that the next time I go at it that I get 10. If I only get nine, cool. I had one improvement. But if I just sit here and say, oh, no, eight was cool. I'm just going to be happy with eight. I'm not pushing myself to stretch for the goal that I had. And with that stretch, it's going to come stress. 
It's going to come anxiety. It's going to be it's going to come maybe I don't feel good today. Maybe I'm just not happy today. And I don't need somebody to call it depression. Now there I'm not taking away from the cases that are actually mental health issues. But what I see happening, it's almost like a fisherman that just throws that big net in the water and you know, you catch whatever you catch and then you'll decide when you pull it up. That's what we do. We have this big net and we just throw, oh, all of this is mental health. So you guys need our help. So we're gonna we're gonna pull you guys towards us and we're gonna we're gonna give y'all a solution. I see that as a huge problem because you're almost convincing people and I'm speaking from a man's perspective. And I think this is a huge issue in society. You, you, y'all have heard me talk about how uh, men are being emasculated. Um, there's there's the, the push for feminism. All these different things in which masculinity is being attacked. I see this as no different. I really do. So when you talk about. Sorry about that. So when you talk about stressing yourself and stretching yourself, we have to have an understanding, especially when it comes to young men and maybe young women as well. But I'm just speaking from a um, a young men's perspective because I think masculinity is being attacked. When you have this mindset where you're telling kids that they should just be happy all day, that if if they if they have a little anxiety, then, hey, something may be wrong with you. Because they're trying to capture you as a customer, as a consumer for their product. So they need to convince you that you have a problem. When in all actuality, yeah, I'm stressed because I'm pushing myself. I'm anxious because I care about this, this, um, this goal that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go for. I care about overcoming this adversity. I care about figuring out this particular challenge. And I don't want to be seen as somebody who... It's just, <laughs> sorry, if, if you guys can hear the bathroom, we're getting through this one, but I don't want to be seen as, or I don't want our kids to feel as if they are going through something or they're not normal or there's something's wrong with them just because they're feeling these type of things. Because in all actuality, if you're pushing yourself, you're going to feel these things. Only people who have never felt these things or they made it to, you know, a high point and now, you know, they're sitting at the top, you know, they're making good money, they're at the top, whatever, and now they're saying, oh, well, I wish I enjoyed it a little bit more. You should enjoy it a little bit more. That's not what you did to get to where you were, you're at, so don't tell me that I should do that. You can tell me all the, you know, give me the game, you know, tell me your experience and let me decide, you know, for myself But let's not get caught up in the fact that to achieve anything, to maximize our potential, we have to stretch that rubber band. It just is a simple fact. So instead of demonizing the stretching of the rubber band and saying like, hey, something's wrong. No, tell those kids like, hey, be real with them. If you want to accomplish great things, then you're going to have to stretch yourself. You're going to have to put stress on yourself more than somebody else who doesn't want to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish. You're going to have to be going through days where you may not as be as happy go lucky 
as you know the next person you may not live in this hakuna matata life where you're it means no worries no that's not be very worried be very worried have an have an urgency we don't know how long we're going to be here if you want to accomplish something don't push it off to tomorrow do it right now if you want to wait till january 1st to get in shape to start working no no that's 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 the bullshit mentality that's pushing it off. Do it right now. What? Oh, well, I just want to enjoy, you know, my holidays. I just want to. So then you don't really care about it. You don't really care about it. And that mindset is never going to be the mindset that is going to get people to maximize their potential. That's going to get our younger generation or even us right now or even the older generation to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish. Especially if you've developed this mindset over over time to where you feel as if and I think this actually it probably wouldn't apply necessarily to the older generation or may not as much because I think as society has gotten softer and softer and more feminine um, we've allowed this type of thinking and these type of this type of marketing I should say to be exposed to us in a way that it wouldn't have been exposed to us before. These are just my thoughts. So I think it's very dangerous and very irresponsible when mental health is pushed the way that it's pushed on the scale that it's pushed without giving people the game and saying, well, you know what? In all actuality, before you take this pill, before we label you as um, depressed, clinically depressed or all this other stuff. Why not just exercise a little bit more if you want to improve your mental health? I just told you, I'm going to read them again. These are the things that exercise when it comes to mental health will help you improve. Improve sleep. Increase interest in sex. Better endurance. Stress relief. Improvement in mood. Improvement in mood. Increase energy and stamina. Reduced tiredness that can increase mental alertness. Weight reduction, reduced cholesterol, and improved cardiovascular fitness. These are all things that directly impact our emotional well-being. And let's go back to let's go back to the definition. A person's condition, this is a mental health definition, a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. These are all things that tremendously impact a person's well-being. Let's actually go out on a Let's look at the impact of eating right. Got the computer out. Does eating well help with mental health? It just popped up. Learn about benefits of eating healthy. Okay. Do, 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 do. How your diet affects your mental health. Um, B vitamins. The lack of enough B1, B2, and B12 can make you feel low, irritated, and tired. The lack of iron. Low iron levels may cause one to feel sluggish, tired, and weak. Selenium. A selenium deficiency. Maya is trying to ruin my podcast. She's sick. See, she needs to be exercising more. She needs to be eating healthier. She needs to be taking her vitamins, which she's good at. But that's just an example. All right, moving on. And they give a bunch of other, a bunch of other uh, vitamins and 
uh, selenium, it says a selenium deficiency might lead to depression and a negative mood state. Folate. I'm not even sure what folate is. Now I'm going to definitely follow up and look, and look into that. Folate deficiency is likely to cause depression. So I just solved mental health. All you have to do is eat better and exercise more. So you don't have to worry about taking the pills. You don't have to worry about taking Adderall, Ritalin. I don't know what everybody's taking now. You don't have to worry about taking Valium. You don't have to worry about taking all these different things. It's literally, these are not my words. All right? These are just the health pages that I'm looking at. Literally, I gave you the benefits of exercising with fitness. So I gave you the fitness benefits when it comes to mental health. And then I gave you the benefits of eating healthy when it comes to mental health. All of them are directly related to whether it's stress, whether it's feeling sluggish, tired, weak, anxiety, depression. All of these things can be addressed through eating healthy and taking care of our body as it pertains to fitness and exercise. So why aren't these experts, whether it's the World Health Organization or anybody else, why aren't we promoting this? Why are companies just so quick to get on the bandwagon and follow trends when, oh, this company offers mental health support? Okay, so no, no we're going to offer mental health support. It's like the new DE&I. It's like we just had a discussion on DE&I yesterday. Obviously, I think that that's bullshit in a lot of ways as well. Um, but I'm not going to elaborate on that. I'm not going to let y'all take me somewhere else than where I wanted to talk about today. So getting back on point, we have an issue in society. We have an issue when it comes to mental health and the mental health agenda. And it's us getting played, getting finessed, getting bamboozled into thinking that if we don't fit a particular criteria for what society deems as the right emotional well-being or psychological state that we need help and the type of help that we need is through a solution that they can profit off of. No, we need to eat healthier. We need to get more fit. I just I just gave y'all the answers to mental health. And back to the companies, because I don't want to let up on them. This is just what happens in companies. And why I said it's the same as DE&I, because once one company does it, then it looks bad if the next company doesn't do it, right? So everybody's just worried about how they look rather than worrying about whether this actually impacts people in a negative way or a positive way. It just is what it is. So my understanding of how all of this works is very simple. Y'all know I look at stuff very black and white. I don't listen to what anybody tells me if they're benefiting financially. I don't just listen. I don't just take your word. I go do my research. And I think that's what we're lacking a lot. Nobody wants to go out there and actually research what can help this? What can help that? 
we'd rather just rely on the convenient approach, which is somebody that is a quote unquote expert telling us what we should do. Not even factoring in the fact that, hey, they actually benefit off of this. It's like going into or, or you know, somebody works for McDonald's and them telling you why their burger is healthy. Matter of fact, it's better than a, a, a Roof Chris steak um, or any other steakhouse. It, this, this burger, this dollar burger, it's better than that. What do we expect? Like, why would you believe that? You wouldn't believe that, right? You'd laugh at it. So why do we believe in taking all these pills? Why do we believe in allowing people to classify us so easily rather than us just focusing on why we're feeling this way? What are some things that we can do to address it from a natural standpoint? Just eating healthier, being in shape. We have to understand why and who's benefiting And like I said, if somebody is profiting off of and they're trying to give me advice, but they're profiting off of the way that they're pushing me, I'm sorry. I'm putting my guard up and I'm just going to do more research on my own, which is how I came about to find this stuff. I didn't even look at the how the diet impacts mental health until we got on the podcast, till I was talking to y'all. Having these conversations, this is what it's supposed to do. But the physical from the fitness standpoint, I knew all that. I knew all that. Matter of fact, I shouldn't say that I didn't know about the diet because I knew I knew a lot about the herbs. I take a lot of herbs. Um, I take a lot of vitamins. Um, I take a lot of these natural supplements just because I Google them, you know, see what they do, especially when I stopped eating meat, fish, and eggs. I needed to replace a lot. B12 is something that I just got on. You know, I take Moringa. Um, I'm a big pharmacy for life guy. Shout out to Styles P. I take a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals, especially if I'm, my body's used to getting some of these nutrients from the meat, fish, or eggs, and I'm no longer getting it. But even if we're eating meat, fish, or eggs, there's a lot of stuff that we may need to look at from a natural standpoint with a lot of these vitamins and minerals to clear out a lot of the stuff that some of that meat, fish, and eggs and the animal products can be causing. Not trying to push you one way or another, just want to stay on this topic as it pertains to mental health and the mental health agenda and how we have to be extremely careful when we're allowing these institutions, these businesses, these companies to create problems for us so that they can come in like Superman and save the day while they profit off of the their product that they're going to give us. It's bullshit. And I don't trust a lot of the products that they give. I don't think that they're as healthy as the natural products. But the main thing that bothers me and pisses me off is that we're conditioning our young generation and conditioning everybody else, really conditioning everybody to feel as if them stretching themselves and trying to maximize their potential and going hard at something which all these things, if they do, are going to lead to, remember when I said stretching that, stretching that rubber band, you're going to lead to more stress. You're going to put more stress on yourself. You're going to be more anxious. You're going to have more ups and downs. It it's just is what it is. It may be a little bit of a roller coaster, but I guarantee you the trajectory 
is always going to be up. It's always going to flow up if we stay focused on what we need to stay focused on. And if we're consistent and smart with how we stretch ourselves, nobody's sitting here saying that you should just be miserable and that you should just, you know, be ready to cause bodily harm to yourself or others that you're in that much of a, a negative space. Not saying that at all. I'm talking about a lot of the casual stuff, a lot of the casual stuff that they're pushing on us because they're not taking into account that the type of person that's going to push themselves more. They're going to have a lot of these things. They're going to suffer from a lot of these things. It's called sacrifice. And they shouldn't be villainized for doing such. It shouldn't be that. But a lot of times that is the case. A lot of times that is the case. And I don't know. I don't really know what the real solution is. I know what the solution is, but or I know what can fix it, but I don't know what the solution is. And I'll tell you what the difference is for me. How to fix it is simple. Eat healthier, work out. But that's not necessarily a solution because to have the solution, you got to have the influence to actually convince people to do it. So when you're going against the billion dollar marketing or trillion dollar marketing of a lot of these healthcare companies and everybody else is trying to sell you something either in pill form or microwave form, you got to compete. You know, you got to compete. That's why a lot of these celebrities get on board. There's a lot of money in it. They're willing to spend a lot of money to push a lot of this mental health stuff. It's all marketing for them. It's all marketing for them. And like any business, once they find a formula that says, if we put X amount into marketing, we're going to get Y. And if the correlation between X and Y is, is a positive number where the more you put in X, the greater return that you're getting in Y, companies will put as much into X. They'll put as much as they can because they know that the return is going to be that much greater when it comes to the why. But we got to understand that I'm not risking my health so other companies can benefit from a business perspective. I'm not risking not chasing my goals and not maximizing my potential just so another company can benefit and profit from a business standpoint. We got to put responsibility on ourselves. If there's an issue, too many times we just asking people who we consider experts who most of the time they don't even stay up on a lot of the knowledge. They were taught it one way. That's the way that they understand it. Most people don't continue to develop new knowledge, um, new, new uh, techniques, whether that's, you know, I see it all the time when it comes to surgery. A lot of these old school guys, they just they still feel the need to open you up when you could just do a scope. It's, it's the same thing. And, you know, maybe they feel that that's still better. It is what it is. But we need to be responsible and make a lot of these decisions on our own by being well informed. So doing the research, getting the information and then us figuring out what makes sense while understanding how it all works. Understanding that the person trying to convince me to go that way gets paid if I go that way and they don't get paid if I go this way. You get what I'm saying? So they're always going to tell you to go a certain way. It just is what it is. So 
maybe now you can understand why. I don't know if it's necessarily a Big Fish Talk or a Big Fish Podcast, but uh, I'm leaning towards podcast, putting it out there. I want to make sure that, you know, all of the uh, all the fans, the fans, not the fans, the supporters, right? The supporters. Um, shit, fans, some of y'all may be fans. You know, I appreciate it either way. But, um, you know, supporters, whether that's hate or love, you know, it's all the same, you know. Just, just whether you and when I say hate or love, I shouldn't say that. More so, just people that necessarily agree or disagree. It's not that's not the biggest takeaway, but that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is for us to have the discussions and to be open enough to being wrong in certain cases. I'm always open to being wrong, which is why I invite people. You know, shoot if you if your energy is that strong, if you feel I'm wrong, and if you voice it publicly, you can always hit me up. You know, text me, call me. But if you voice it publicly. Hold that energy. Come on the show and let's really make it public. Any takers? <laughs> so that's why I always put that out there just so that we can continue to grow, have this conversation. Like I said, I am I, I am I'm glad when I'm wrong because that means I just learned something. You know, that means I just learned something. Um, I'm better when I'm right, but. <laughs> But uh, but there's benefits to both, right? There's benefits to both. But uh, I just want to, you know, wrap it up with we have to take more of our decision making into our own hands. We have to understand that we can't just trust and rely on so-called experts to lead us and our family in certain directions. And we have to understand that just because there's a push or there's an agenda for one thing that it may not necessarily be the right thing to just go along with what everybody else. Let's not be the sheep. You know, let's be the, the free thinkers that can think for ourselves, make decisions with information rather than make decisions with um, the people that we align ourselves with what they say, uh-uh. especially when it comes to our health. So once again, let me be very clear. The mental health agenda is bullshit. And if it wasn't bullshit, then people would be convincing us to take our health more seriously from a fitness standpoint, as well as a diet, just eating healthy standpoint. All right. I just read y'all the benefits. Literally, I gave y'all about 10 benefits when it came to fitness. And I gave you about six or seven when it comes to just eating healthy, getting the right vitamins, getting the right minerals. We didn't even touch on CMOS. We actually just stayed mostly on vitamins, but we got to tap into these herbs, tap into these vitamins, tap into the fitness. That's all natural stuff that we can do, that we can control on our end to put us in the best mental health mind state. All right. And that's what we're looking to do. Right. So if anybody disagrees, if any big pharma company representative would love to come on the show and explain how I'm completely wrong, I would definitely welcome that. I doubt they will, but it's always open and with that, just want to thank y'all for continuing to tune in with me, continuing to rock with me. It's much appreciated. And we're just looking forward to building, as we always say, strength and honor, integrity over everything. But let's get to the bag with integrity, of course. And let's just keep moving in a positive direction and continue to elevate on purpose. All right. Over and out. I'll see y'all soon. Ew. How <laughs> we here? Big fish shit. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast. 
Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get uh -huh. it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going tough, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all can live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up and buy back the whole block. Ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop. I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop. If I said it, then I meant it. Real ones gonna respect it, and it's still OG. It's in me, I represent it.